0: to episode, what number are we on, 29,
1: 30? I think like 31
0: or Whoa. 32. Whoa, we're flirty, 30, and thriving. Um, this is Funny Lady Film Club. I'm Alex. I'm Danielle. We haven't done a show in a while because Danielle was in Europe, yeah. but now we're back with A Vengeance, so
1: yeah. this is going to be a pretty epic, what did you watch, but what did you watch this Well, week? here's the thing. I've seen so many movies that I don't think it's fair to, for me to actually go through every single one that I watch. So I'm going to name them all, and then you can decide... Which ones I want to hear your thoughts on. Yes, exactly. Okay. (laughs) All right, so I saw Concussion, starring Will Smith. Crimson Peak, starring Mia (laughs) Walshikowski. Okay. 99 Homes, Everybody Wants Some, Yeah. The Boss, Mm -hmm. Dante's Peak, Sisters, and No Escape. Okay, No Escape, starring Owen Wilson, where he throws his daughter across the roof.
0: I feel like you want to talk about that one, so I'm going to pick No Escape. Okay. I'm not going to pick Everybody Wants Them because we saw it together. Right. We both agreed that it was just... Great. ...an outstanding film that <laughs> really made me want to be a boy in Texas. Right. Uh, highly recommend that one. Um, okay, well, tell me about No Escape first. Okay, so first of
1: all, No Escape.
0: Mm-hmm. Um...
1: Wow. I mean, this movie was a blast. It was supposed to be Owen Wilson, like, being really serious. He is serious in it, but he also, like, the character he plays is a dad, and he makes dad jokes at really inopportune times. That's funny. Basically, this movie is about um, Owen Wilson and Lake Bell, and their two little Moppy American kids Mm -hmm. move to some non-specified place in, like, Southeast Asia. Okay. (laughs) And, uh... They move there because Owen Wilson loses his job in America but the place in America is like well we but as a why don't you move to this place in Asia where okay you can <laughs> where you can um you can take over sort of the Asian like uh business that we're building there and yeah. then he's like yeah cool and on the plane they meet Pierce Brosnan who's this like Rugged Australian who's got all these cuts and stuff, cuts. And, he, and he like kind of like talks flirty with a daughter who's seven. I'm oh sure wow! There, so do I. Okay. But uh, they get there and immediately uh, a. I, 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 Um, renegade force of evil militia takes over the whole country and are tracking them down. Specifically, they want to kill Owen Wilson because they hate all these white people coming to their country, taking over their business. Okay. But they don't speak English and they don't speak honestly any language, this group. Okay. And they're just chasing them down. It's a thrill ride, thrill a minute, crazy stunts. Um, it's B movie extraordinaire. It's amazing. Okay. I did not expect you to say that. I expected you to say that it was bad. No, it was... Well, I mean, B-movies are bad, but it was fun. It's right. so fun. Okay. Uh, it's very xenophobic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's incredibly. It's like every beat of the movie just makes you go, I'm never leaving America, you know? Right. Like, every That's beat. funny. Yeah. That and movie so, came out, like, last summer?
0: Yeah, before? I think so, last yeah. summer.
1: Yeah. And it was, so it was the perfect thing for me to watch after coming home from a trip to Europe. Yeah. We were you <laughs> like, yeah, America. <laughs> yeah. it's like,
0: exactly. Well, that's, that's great. It okay, was great. so I think Owen list. Wilson is
1: a really good actor.
0: He is. He like has such range. I yeah. feel like he gets pegged as like Hansel a lot, but I feel right. like all of his stuff is really solid.
1: I think, and it takes a lot. He has a light touch, but that's very difficult to have. I think it's easy to be like serious all the time actor. Mm-hmm. But to have that light touch is very difficult, and he's good at it.
0: He went to military school in New Mexico, oh, yeah. uh, and that's where he got that nose because somebody broke it oh, in a fight right? at military school. Well, I like that in nose. New Mexico.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, okay. What were my other? Op- oh, 99 oh. homes because you were really excited about. Oh that. yeah. Well,
1: first tell me one that you've seen.
0: I finally saw the intern. Oh yeah. yeah which yeah. I had not seen. Uh, it was like of all the Nancy Myers movies, I feel like I would really put it at the bottom mm, of ones that I below liked. The holiday. I love The Holiday because the houses in The Holiday are fucking out of control. Uh-huh, <laughs> and Jude uh-huh. Law is like so boring. Okay. The hottest person in this movie is Robert De Niro. <laughs> I know.
1: you. I mean, you've heard me go off on Anne Hathaway's husband in that
0: movie. I don't even want to talk about him because <laughs> I don't want to like think that, I don't want to tell Hollywood that I'm even remotely interested in that. Here was, it was like a nice office movie, but mm-hmm. I'm much more interested in a
1: nice house movie.
0: I mean, her house was fine. Whatever. It was very like charming. Yeah.
1: Mm, I don't know. It's cozy.
0: It was a yeah. cozy
1: movie. That's what I felt when watching it. I if I thinking. had to
0: choose between no Nancy Myers at all and The Intern, I would obviously choose The Intern. Of course. Uh, but it was fine. It but- made me... She. It, she's like doesn't take the subway anymore rich where I was like
1: that's cool yeah totally <laughs>
0: the only thing I thought was like a big leap was that like magically her office is in the same exact building as the telephone book oh, yeah. factory where she sure. used to work oh yeah which is just like mm, okay but it's like
1: who cares who yeah. cares also, Renee
0: Rus- that scene where, like, Rene Russo is, like, giving him a foot massage and it looks like she's blowing him, and then that, like, chubby kid from Comedy Central walks in, I was just like, I didn't need this. Well, Nancy
1: likes to fit, but, you know, people forget, Nancy put some sexy sex scenes in her movie. Uh, yeah. Who could forget Chub Alec Baldwin? Or Jack Nicholson. Yeah. In, a- in Something's Gotta Give. I mean, you know what? Old
0: people like to have sex too. Yeah. So it's fine. I was just like, whoa, yeah. brother. Uh, yeah, um. True. Anyway, so that was that. Anyway, yeah. tell me about Ninety Nine
1: Homes. Ninety Nine Homes. That I was so excited about. I texted you from the plane. Yes. And, or maybe yes. I Snapchatted you because when I saw that it was part of. By the way, British Airways. Two thumbs up for the movie offering. Yeah. Most of these movies I saw on the plane. But Ninety Nine Homes honestly was amazing. Yeah. And, and amazing in a way so different from No Escape.
0: I Ninety Nine Homes. <laughs> all I really remember is like there are a lot of shots of like. Michael Shannon wearing like a very crisp
1: shirt looking over his shoulder being like What's mm. Happening? Mm. oh yeah Absolutely. I know you love that <laughs> yeah and he's so good in this well it's about it's, it's about the housing crisis in a sort of rap way like not direct way but um Andrew Garfield it's it's unrepentant okay is that a word uh-huh. okay where it's it's a movie where Andrew Garfield and his mom Laura Dern And his child um, are evicted from their home in a scene, and here's the thing, this scene, and there are millions of scenes like this in the movie, and that's what really sets it apart. In other movies, it's like, oh, we're here, you gotta get out, and it's like, oh no, and they try to fight it, and then you cut away to the next scene, right? Right. Where they're figuring out what to do next. Right. This scene is just beat by beat. The absolute, like, devastation and humiliation. Mm-hmm. And, like, all these these um, emotions that Andrew Garfield and Laura Dern go through. Because at first, you know, they're like, oh, you guys made a mistake. Like, let's be charming. Let's be polite. Right. We can solve this. Right. And when Michael Shannon the police officers just keep being like, no, this isn't your house anymore. You have to leave. <gasps> like, can you imagine? Um, no. And it this movie forces you because it just doesn't look away. It's unblinking. Okay. From this situation that all these people found themselves in in 2008 or in daft, thereafter. Right. And it's just millions of scenes like that because then uh, Andrew Garfield, in a fit of desperation, goes and starts working for Michael Shannon because he needs money. Oh, because he's also a crooked cop? No, Michael oh. Shannon is just real estate. He's, oh. not, he's crooked, okay. but he's got not it, a it. law enforcement officer of any kind. Okay. But, like He goes with a lot – since he owns the house or whatever – he goes to be like this like legally this isn't your property anymore. So he, he like know. buys the house out from under them.
0: And so then Andrew Garfield becomes a thing he hates? Pretty much.
1: Oh, but like it's like how deep is he gonna go? And then right. you, see, you know, then he starts evicting people and doing what Michael Shannon right. used to do and it's just Unbelievable, cause then you see, oh my gosh, you see, they do this horrific montage of him doing it to all these different kinds of people and different kinds of Americans. And there's this one part where one of the people is this, like, elderly, elderly man. And they're like, sir, no. oh my gosh, Alex, they're like, sir, um, you didn't pay, like, you haven't paid, like, this house doesn't belong to you anymore, and the, ga- got, the man can't even, like, stand up, you know? Right. And he's like, my wife was supposed to pay, and, like, his wife obviously, like, died years right. ago. Right, right. And they're like, sir, and he, and he's just, like, start, it's all starting to come down on him, and he's like, where do I go? And the cops are like, we'll give you a ride to Salvation Army,
0: you know? Uh. Like, like, they're really
1: gonna kick this old man out of his house? And now this old man, you can just see, like, okay, now this is how you see elderly homeless people. Right. shit like this happens to them. Wow. Wow. It was unbelievable.
0: It's interesting, because I feel like there are a lot of movies that have that sort of framework of, like, normal person has to sort of, like, it's like good guy goes bad, and then it's like, but I feel like we usually see it in, like, mob or police settings, so Mm -hmm. it's interesting to put it in the world of
1: real estate. It's uh, it's so good, and mm. um, Michael Shannon has an amazing Gordon Gecko esque. Oh, where he's like, speech. "This is why I do it." Yeah, which is truly amazing. It's about how America wasn't isn't built for losers; it's built for winners. I mean, it is <laughs> America is built for. Yeah, winners. but once you see this feature, you're like, Oh my oh, god! No. I don't know if that's a good thing. He's such a good actor. I know. It's crazy. and Andrew Garfield. You know, I wasn't like a huge fan of his, but this movie really got him higher esteem in my book.
0: What's his other big thing besides the Spider-Man?
1: Uh, I made Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> I made Facebook. Uh, he's fine, but i i would definitely see this movie. You need to, but I say it's a must-watch. I know I, you're not going to see No Escape, but ninety-nine. No, I probably afraid. won't watch No Escape unless
0: I was on a flight and I was like, yeah. well, why yeah. not? Yeah. Um, I saw Point Break. Oh wait, the new one or the old one? The old one. Oh fun! It was very fun. Yeah. I got pretty sleepy towards the end, but uh-huh. I know it like ends the way that you think it does. But it's just so you would love it. Like uh-huh. it's so it's like almost as delightfully bad as like a Roadhouse, mm. but it's basically like Keanu Reeves is supposed to be like a 22 year old FBI agent, and there are these string of like bank robberies executed by these bank robbers wearing rubber president masks, uh-huh. and so they keep robbing banks. And then um, they can't figure out who they are. And then Gary Busey, who plays the like his partner detective that he gets matched up with, has this crazy idea that they're surfers, right? Oh, yeah. Because the patterns work out so that it's like they rob the banks only during this like one season and then they use the money to like pay to go to surf competitions all over the world. Right. And then Keanu Reeves like obviously has to go undercover as a surfer. Yes. And he falls in love. The romantic lead in this movie is... Uh, the scrappy sister from a League of Their Own. Oh, fun! Yeah, and I was sort of like, "What?" She had a real her? moment,
1: Tank Girl. She yeah, was Tank Girl. Yeah.
0: yeah, and she was in Free Willing. Oh, I don't remember that. Free Willing was like an epic part of
1: my childhood. So <laughs>
0: that's how I but
1: know her. Not, but, but uh, I, I.
0: She's so good. She has such like Lori a great, Petty. Yes, she yeah. has such a great speaking voice and like those big blue eyes. Um, but so she's the romantic lead, and Patrick Swayze pays this like Zen surfing god named Bodie, mm-hmm. and then. It's like, is he the bank robber? Is he not? It's so uh, pre Fast and Furious. It is. <laughs> it's like the Pretty Fast. Yeah. <laughs> <Like that's it. laughs> but the surfing is crazy. Um, it was a fun ride. I would yeah. I would watch it again. It, I heard the new one was terrible, so I didn't want to watch that. Catherine Bigelow did that first one. Yes, mm-hmm. that was really interesting to me because yeah. uh, there's not really a lot of female characters, and the dialogue is like pretty horrendously bad. But it's a fun ride, sure. And I feel like it's a really strong first showing, and then obviously she like worked her ass off and then made like Zero Dark Thirty or whatever it is. Is that Hurt her? Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So it's a big jump from Point Break to Hurt Locker. Yeah, she had to have stuff in right. between. But it's <laughs> like you would never. I don't. I think it's. You wouldn't expect a woman to direct a movie like that. Like, it feels like a guy's guy movie. Yeah. And it's great. Well, that's great. That's it's a very to share. It's very silly. And that. Keanu, I mean, he's no John Wick yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's still like, whoa. There's one part where he says, like, via con Dios, dude, or <laughs> What it's does just,
1: that mean? It means, like, go with God. It uh, means, okay. like, see you later. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I feel like I would love that movie. I've heard enough about it, and I know that it's based right. on, yeah. It's, like, peak bad Keanu. Yeah. To me, it's all good. I know. <laughs> it's all good Keanu. Right. Any Keanu For, is good Keanu. And, well, For this me. is, like, a
0: seminal Keanu piece, so Yeah, I think like you would it. enjoy it.
1: Okay. I think I get one more of yours. Okay. You Concussion, can it. Concussion Crimson Peak, The Boss, Dante's Peak, Sisters. The Boss,
0: because I was sort of on the fence about wanting to see it. Sisters,
1: the... you enjoyed, and I was like, Bleh. Yeah, I totally <laughs> enjoyed Sisters. Um, the Boss is so crazy. I saw it in theaters, because, and I think I said this to you already, but what do you think The Boss is about? I thought The
0: Boss was going to be like PG 13 soft R movie for, like, 16-year-old girls to go see, laugh their heads off, and, like, you and I would see it and think it was, like, pretty funny, but it's supposed to be, like, a fun, like, broad romp about, like, Girl Scouts. So there you go. You think right. it's about Girl Scouts. Correct.
1: No. <laughs> it's... That's one scene in the movie. What? <laughs> one scene. The trailer makes it seem like it's this woman who gets Martha Stewart in. She's so rich. And she sees her way back in... Is... Right. To start to get in with this ragtag group of, you know, different types of preteens. Right. And get to know them, get to know their stories, right. bring them all together it's and like make them work boom. together. It's like Bad News Bears, right. you know? That is not what this Why? What <laughs> happened? I don't know what happened. But the more I think about it after seeing it, the more I kind of respect it. Why? <laughs> because, because it tricked us? Yeah, it really tricked us. And it also, the movie itself, even though it plays by the rules in terms of like, the cattedness, uh-huh. it does sound so begrudgingly, right. or in such a funny, weird way—that right. I have to kind of respect it. Right. Where it was, it's clear that Melissa McCarthy and her husband, who also co-wrote and directed it, they were like, "Okay, so at this point, there has to be like ugh, a wave of death." Right, 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 right. Okay, now let's focus <laughs> on ten minutes of this really stupid bit about you know, like uh, Kristen Bell's boobs you know, or whatever it is. Right, and. I really, I have to say I respect that. Peter Dinklage plays her enemy slash lover. I saw that in the trailer. Uh, and the guy from They have from like a funny Veep. fight. Yeah, Which they have a million me? funny fights. The whole movie is about them, really. Oh. It's more about them. Okay. And Melissa McCarthy is really great. It's just so weird. It, like, I'm retroactively liking it more than when I saw it in theaters. Okay. There are a couple of moments where I... There are, like, three times where I LOL'd very genuinely and purely. Uh-huh. But other than that, the entire time I was like, what is going what on? What is happening? But I... So I would say a soft
0: C. Okay. A soft C. That's definitely going to go to an HBO. Yes. So I feel like I'll see it there. stuff. Um I watched Kingsman again because it's the best movie ever. Mm. But then I also... Uh, I've been babysitting a lot, so I've watched uh, a large part of the Alvin and the Chipmunks workflow. So I watched, um, Alvin and the Chipmunks the first one and Mm -hmm. then, oh no, I'm sorry. I watched the Squeakquel and then I watched the Road Chip. And I believe the Road Chip is number four because Chipwrecked comes in between the Squeakquel and the third one. Yeah. Um, they are such, like, it's really interesting to watch a paycheck movie for, like, really good actors. Uh-huh. Because Jason Really
1: Lee, great actors like Jason Lee. Well, David Cross is really <laughs> good. Really great actors. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> well, they are good. I don't, uh, David Cross
0: them. is great. No, I like them movie. Jason Lee like. is,
1: like, fine. It's, like,
0: well, people who work a lot.
1: People who yeah, are, like, so, do you no, have like to them. do a
0: paycheck movie? Yeah. Like, Zachary Levi is the main star. Uh-huh. And, like, he works.
1: He did Rapunzel.
0: Yeah, so he, he has a lot of money in the bank. He's on Broadway right now. Yeah. <sighs> um, I They're not good. Yeah. You could probably shoot them in 10 days. Right. It made me respect all of those people for acting with tennis balls for
1: however long it took to make that movie. Well, that's the thing. I mean, why would you stop making Alvin and the Chipmunk movies if it takes a short amount of time? It's probably not that expensive to do. Right. Um, <laughs> like, why not make it like Rat Pack movies? And in one movie, you go to Vegas. In one movie, then we everyone, really everyone in the crew gets to go to Vegas. Right. And then why not? And then they make a billion dollars because kids are who are getting people to buy tickets.
0: Right. And the other thing is that I realize that kids need movies that aren't scary. Because there are a lot of kids' movies where it's, it goes, like, just over the top, where there's something in it that's, like, genuinely scary. Oh,
1: yeah?
0: Well, just think about, like, um, dude, I don't know, like... Like, Great Mouse Detective. Like, Radigan is scary, right? Like, uh, that might not be something that, like, a little kid who's, like, two, three, four can handle. What a pussy. Exactly, no, but... come on, who can't handle That's them. what I think. <laughs> but if it's gonna give them nightmares... Like, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, like, the worst thing that happens is, like, someone gets farted on, <laughs> like, uh-huh. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they do a lot of, like, high-pitched, uh, short cuts of little songs. Yeah. Obviously, it's a world where the chipmunks are, uh, pop superstars. Yes. And none of the animal, other animals are magic. I don't know. If you have to sit through them, they're, like, fine. It's just fascinating to be, like, well, this is one way to make a lot of money. If you have to be in a movie like that, you need to EP it. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Anyway, okay, you got one more,
1: right? No, I no, think that was we, it. You know, I think. Okay, we...
0: just tell me, like, thumbs up or thumbs down on the rest
1: of them. Concussion? Uh, concussion? Half a thumb, midair. Okay, uh, <laughs> because I literally forgot about it the second I stopped watching it. So okay. as I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, this isn't bad. Right. It got a lot of. I feel like it got a lot of guff because of Michael of uh, uh, Will Smith's accent, but I thought his accent was good. Uh um, well, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences also found it fairly forgettable. I know. Well, yeah. And I don't disagree, but whatever. Uh, Crimson Peak was so bizarre that it's hard to do a thumb was it up good? or thumb down. No, it wasn't. Okay. But it had one moment that made it so LOL that like I'm hesitant to give it a total thumbs down.
0: I really wanted to see that movie and then just like forgot. It's
1: very boring. Okay. Except for this one moment.
0: The costume seemed cool. Yeah, the costumes the styling are amazing. Of it. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, yeah. it's pretty. Um, Dante's Peak, two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Had you seen that before? Hell yeah, that's the volcano movie. Hell yeah. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> and then that's it. Oh, oh, I watched one other movie. When you said Dante's Peak, that reminded me of it. Uh, okay, I don't remember. Never mind. Anyway, right. so let's go talk about the movie that we're really talking about this week. Right. Okay, guys. So this week we watched. A Little Princess, which mm-hmm. I believe came out in 1995, directed by Alfonso Cuarón, mm. starring Liesel Matthews. Yes. Um,
1: it's. I think this is like a perfect movie. It is a perfect movie. I read that when it came out, it was not financially successful, fiscally successful. <sighs> well, that's stupid. Isn't that stupid? It's I'm so like, stupid. what else is coming out in 1995 that kids wanted to see over this? I don't know, like
0: the Lion King.
1: Who knows? Oh, maybe. That you know what? That that's crazy.
0: Did you? Okay, here's the thing. So, obviously, A Little Princess is based on a book of the same name by Francis, Francis Hodgson Burnett. So, this story has been around since 1905. There have been a lot of other film adaptations of it. Mm-hmm. This is by far the best one. I haven't seen any other. Yeah. The, the other one that you would have seen is the Shirley Temple one. Right. Which is, like, whatever. If you yeah. like Shirley Temple movies, fine. Right. But this movie is so good. It was the first, I think, like, American movie that Alfonso Cuarón made. Uh-huh. And he is also famous for, most recently, Gravity. Mm-hmm. He did Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. The best Harry Potter. The best one. And he did Ichu Mama Tambien, which uh-huh. I remember hearing about that movie and being like, oh, shit. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. But he's, like, such an imaginative, like, cool director. He's so good with
1: kids. So good with... The kid acting in this movie is out of control. It's out of control, and it's... I mean, this movie should be taught in school to teach empathy, right? <laughs> because it's so that's good. what I just kept thinking. I mean, I told you, I started welling up, crying almost every scene in this movie, it's, and I don't know. I, I'm not PMSing, so I think it's just <laughs> genuine emotion. Because it's so good, there are so many parts that just bring out different things. Right? It's so. It's like this movie is about
0: so many things. It's about like believing in magic. It's about believing in yourself. Imagination.
1: Right. It's about like and like sad people in life who don't have that and how they're doomed to just be miserable. Right, like Miss Minchin. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, it's about like being kind. Like just being a decent, really good person, no matter whether like whether you're rich or whether you're poor. Mm-hmm. Like that socioeconomic status doesn't have to dictate the kind of person that you are. Yeah. And uh how
1: all girls are princesses. All girls are princesses. That's like the first line in the movie. Don't you feel like when they say all girls are princesses and then everyone, you know, maybe it's like anti-feminist to want to be a princess, but you want to say, no, I want to be a princess like in this movie.
0: Yes. (laughs) hundred percent. I was like, this movie like reclaims the word princess.
1: (laughs) Did you watch, did you read the book?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I've read read this book book so many
1: times. But the book is very different, right?
0: Not hugely different. The main differences are that uh, she doesn't go to New York. <laughs> she goes to uh-huh. London. Okay. Because why would you go well, all the way to New York? But anyway. So, uh, the movie starts... But wait, is starts, that... That's it. But the book, in, in the book, the dad's
1: dead, right? He's real dead. Yeah. So, this is what happens in the book. So, that was... I was reading about, uh, something about this, and there was a comment where it was like, in the book, the dad dead! dead. <laughs> and I thought, no! He's very never read it.
0: <laughs> so, what happens is... Uh, Sarah Crew is growing up in India, and yes. she needs to be educated for a future in British society. So she goes to finishing, or she goes to school in London. Mm-hmm. He sets, her dad sets her up at Miss Minchin School for Girls. Right. And then he goes away to, I guess, World War One and is killed. But there was another, or maybe he doesn't go away to the war. Something happens where, like, he and this other guy were, like, working together on this diamond mine project Mm -hmm. right yeah and then the diamond mines were like not working out so well and they both got really sick and then the dad dies and then this other guy whose name is carisford is like shit because as soon as he dies the diamond mines like take off and they get so rich. But he's like, we need to find Sarah Crew because she's owed all this money that would have been her father's. But he doesn't know where Sarah is. She thinks He thinks she's in France. Blah, 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 blah. And then Mr. Randolph, I believe. The guy, the old guy who lives next to the school. Uh-huh. Um, Carisford, like, moves in with them. And he's the one who has the Indian assistant, Ram Dass. Okay. And then... Uh, they're, like, sort of, like, friendly with Sarah after she's, like, impoverished. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they realize through a series of events that this is actually Sarah Crew. Right. And then uh, Miss Minchin is, like, humiliated And then also in the book, instead of being like, Becky, please come live with me of equal social status, she's like, do you want to come be my maid? And (laughs) Becky's like, cool. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, there's a girl, you know when she like gives the bread to the poor people? Yeah. So that... That was painful. Oh, God. That was painful. that, That bread is like... Steamy and it has frosting on it. It's it looks, a cinnamon roll. It
1: looks so good. It's not bread. It's a sticky bun. I know. No, but it's like, that woman has a baby who's crying. Right. She's just trying to sell some roses. And the one girl, I, I was like, really reading into it. The one girl was like, thrusting the roses out, right. like, please. And then the other girl was, like, arms crossed. Like, she was so young, but she'd already given up on trying to give the roses away. Right. And you could just tell, like, in a couple of years, those girls are going to have to, like, sell something else. Yeah. And it's just, like, a sad life ahead of them, and mm-hmm. no one was taking pity. Where's this woman's, you know, who knocks this woman up to give her these kids? Where's that ass Right. You know? Who knows?
0: But in the book, oh, she gives a girl her bread, and then that girl somehow, like, uh, through, like, in experiencing Sarah Cruz's kindness, is now, like, an assistant baker at that bakery where Sarah bought the bread.
1: Pay it forward.
0: Right. So Sarah pays it forward, and then she ends, she basically just is, like, rich and, like, lives with the the guy who, like, was her dad's best friend. I know. Can you, this is
1: the perfect book for any young girl.
0: This is The Secret Garden. <laughs> like, Frances Hodgson Bernard. I didn't really
1: like The Secret Garden. You didn't? I never related to it. Maybe now if I watched it I would I would have more of an appreciation for it but
0: I like it cuz like it's a kids book about a girl that's not likeable. So oh, it's sort I of I never
1: even noticed. Really? I was just like this is boring. I, I don't care about this I hate that it, I hated that it was in England or whatever.
0: Yeah? yeah. Oh, I love that. I thought all of these books were like so romantic. I was also like really deep into like I would read anything that had to do with like period stuff for girls. Like i read not, not me. All of the American girl <laughs> stuff. No. I used to read these books that were like fake diaries from like
1: princesses, and I I just like was really no. I was about to be here feet. and now <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, where are we? Where are we going? Right. Well, I, I didn't care about the past. Living in the past,
0: <laughs> reading all these uh, like t- preteen history books. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, uh, it's it's sort of like the same setup, mm-hmm. except Mary Lennox is like an ungrateful little shit, and she, everyone she reached, too. She's rich, but she lives in India, and everyone in her house dies of cholera, except for her. Oh my gosh. And I re- the opening to the film adaptation that I used to have of that movie is terrifying. Because it's just everyone, like, dead around her, and her walking around being like, Where's my breakfast?
1: Oh, my It's God. crazy.
0: And then she is forced to move to Misselthwaite Manor, which is, like, this big, huge, old, creepy house where her uncle... Archibald Craven lives and nobody tells her anything they're just like stay in your room do whatever you want we don't care right and then she discovers that she has like a cousin named Colin who's like psychosomatically crippled because of his dead mom I remember that part and then the dead mom had like this magic not actually magic but like a beautiful garden that they after she fell off a swing and died they never opened again
1: Mm -hmm. and so then
0: it's about Mary sort of like coming out of her shell and being a good person and not being so like such bitter little bitch anymore as she works with this like hot English guy to like bring the garden back to
1: life. Okay, not yeah, that's like a home. That's like like a home HGTV <laughs> show. Like I'm not interested. Right, I was not interested in that right. as a child. I was interested in Sarah Crew.
0: Right. Well, she had her life is so dope before it wasn't.
1: Everything about Sarah is incredible. Like, this is the kind of movie you want your daughter to watch. Totally. To be like, look how great Zachary is, stop whining. And the thing that's so
0: amazing about the girl who plays her is that she is a princess.
1: (laughs) I know, she's truly amazing in real life.
0: She is worth $500 million. I heard more. Probably upwards of that. Uh,
1: She's the heiress of the Hyatt fortune, or one of the heirs. And there was a huge legal battle, and she got Mm. emancipated, and she sued. And she did this when she was like 18. Right. Yeah, because I, I remember reading about this a while ago.
0: Right. And now
1: she's a philanthropist. Uh-huh. She's 29. Right.
0: She lives in New York. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, she's married to another rich guy.
0: Uh-huh. And there was something else about her. She oh, went to Columbia. Her family uh, owns Royal Caribbean as well, the cruise mm. line. Mm. So she just must be so rich. Yeah. But because of the lawsuit that she did, they, like, had to, the Hyatt family had to break up this huge trust into all these pieces, uh-huh. which made, like their family has more people on the Forbes, like, richest people in the world list than mm-hmm. any other family.
1: Right. Which is crazy. Yeah, and she's a normal, nice, cool chick. Right. I watched a YouTube video with her recently. She's a princess.
0: Like, this kind of movie princess, where she's, like, rich, she's but she's kind, a good person. She's
1: smart. and She's a great little actress. She was so good. She's so good. In this and in Air Force One. <laughs> That's, like, the only other movie she ever did. <laughs> and isn't it crazy? I Think about this, but Becky in this movie mm-hmm. is the girl from Jurassic Park. Yeah. And Harriet the Spy. Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. Why, Why do you know, know girl? who else is
0: in this movie that's going to blow your mind? Camille Bell.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's so cute. Did you see her? <laughs> yeah. She's so cute and tiny. <laughs> yeah, she's cute. With her, you, she still has in, those eyebrows. Uh Jurassic Park Lost World. She is? Yeah, she's a little girl at the beginning. Oh. She gets probably eaten they don't show her getting eaten by a million little little, little
0: Jurassic Park dinos and then is it Urban Guard in some like
1: famous music video I don't or is she the b-girl from (laughs) from Melon what's it called um all I can say is that my life is pretty tame I like to watch this yeah I think she she might she looks like the girl on the cover of that album oh
0: she is she's the b-girl Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's her for sure? Yeah, for sure. Okay.
0: Um, So that rounds out the cast. And then uh, the woman who plays Miss Minchin.
1: Famous for her role as Paul Bettany's mom in Wimbledon. (laughs) Yeah.
0: World famous. (laughs) She's, like, very English. And she seems very American in this movie. Her accent is great. Her
1: accent's great. That was the thing, like, immediately when uh, Captain Cruz tells Sarah in India, he's like, you have to go to school she's like, why do I have to go to school in America? I'm like, bitch, you are American. You <laughs> are American. Like about, Thanks for not attempting an accent right. at all. Well, that's why they had to put <laughs> in New York instead of London.
0: Because
1: uh-huh. she was like half American. Oh, she was. Because right. oh, her mom went to school there. Right. Yeah, there's beautiful scenery. The story with, um, I forget their names, with the Indian Rama. couple. Yeah. Yeah, where he like draws the magic circle. Who's
0: also the dad. Yeah! That dad
1: is so hot.
0: He's on Game of Thrones. I know. He's like Davos something, whatever. I don't watch it, but I know that he's I he know who it. Is. Yeah. I don't he's know if so he's on that
1: show. He's so good in this. There's never been a better dad in a movie, period. And I'm counting any Tom Hanks role. As That's bold. That's bold. Can you think? Like, the way he looks at her. The way he picks her up and dances with her. The only one I was going to say was Steve Martin as George Banks. No, it doesn't. Because him is more funny. This is like, you can feel how much sure. How they only had each other in that world. Like, not only did her mom die, her mom was either pregnant or had the baby with them. when The baby, because she had a little sister, too. That scene where he leaves her at school and she's, like, touching
0: his face. I cried a lot. Yeah. This movie is just also so elegantly shot. (laughs) That's, it's maybe the kids
1: don't like it. They're like this is boring.
0: This is art. Bring back the chipmunks. But no, it's just like it's so elegant and it like makes you laugh at just the right moment.
1: Yeah, it has some good comic relief which is necessary. Right,
0: but they bring it in like just the right. It starts getting funny after she's like really poor.
1: Yeah. Well, the sister, uh, Ms. Minchin's sister brings some LOLs. Right. Some, like, broad LOLs yeah. for kids so that they can all be, like, one mm, of these old people trying to... The
0: milkman. Yeah, exactly. And she's going to run away to, like, be with him. Also,
1: I love the detail that, like, Ms. Minchin plays the harp. Like, what a weird old bitch. Oh, niche. yeah. Uh, well, that, I feel like back then, that was, like, the guitar. Everyone played the harp. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I always remember the part where the sister and the milkman run away. Mm-hmm. I always remember thinking, that was an amazing moment in the movie. I was, I was always thinking, why doesn't Sarah just run away? Like, if that lady can run away and make it, why couldn't Sarah? Well,
0: The way that she justifies it is like, Miss Minchin says to her, you are all alone in this world. And then the balloon pops and it's like, the streets are not kind
1: to like a poor little beggar girl. And so she feels yeah, like she has but- nowhere else to go. I know, but you see her, you see Miss, when I see Miss Minchin's own sister be like, bitch, peace out. Fine. I'm like, that sort of undermined her power to me, where I thought to myself, Sarah, just follow the sister's footsteps. Right. I guess she just was like, I have nowhere to go. I know. Plus,
0: she had all her friends.
1: I know, all her little buddies. Yeah. Yeah, the costumes are so cute. The girls looked adorable. Oh my god, those
0: little uniforms. It's like, would you send your
1: kid to boarding school? If they got to wear those outfits? I yeah. think about it. <laughs>
0: okay. Definitely about it.
1: um, it's hard to say goodbye it is that's the problem when he leaves and he's going to
0: war right oh and then those little letters that she writes in oh, it's so sad
1: well and then he tries to save John mm-hmm. and he fails John dies but he ends up being blinded right and going to a hospital and getting amnesia where he, yeah, he forgets everything yeah. I feel like amnesia always it comes in waves where it's like a, it
0: has a moment.
1: Well, the way this happens in the movie it's so funny. It's like this beautiful hospital scene and the doctor sort of far away and sort of soft sound is like right. the gas can cause that he was struck with can cause memory loss. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's this so can be written. Yeah. yeah. That's like something I would write in a movie. <laughs> right. But um but hey, it explains away. Yeah. I'm well, the old man is so sad. The old man who lives next door with yeah. Ram uh um, mm-hmm. the Indian guy and his monkey. <laughs> Which I loved. I love it's that guy's style. It's a very good the I know. He's style. very uh, Waris Oluwalia. This was a big thing, because in Annie there's that Indian character too.
0: Yeah, it was, I don't know.
1: I don't know enough about colonial
0: English history in India to be but, like, why would you have this? Indian best friend that was on yeah, the Yeah, because it's
1: not... It didn't seem like he was a servant or anything. It seemed like he was a spiritual, like, God. do what you must do. Right. <laughs> like, Maybe don't turn this manhood out of the street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I don't know. But I was glad he was there. He was yeah.
0: great. He was... Very stylish.
1: He was a sense of comfort. Whenever I saw him, I was happy.
0: Right. Well, because he brings up, like... He sort of ties into all of the... Magical realism elements. Cause the, the whole movie has that runner of like the story that Sarah's telling from India. With hot blue Indian guy. Yeah, the hot blue Indian guy. Played by her dad. Played by her dad. So hot. Right. <laughs> uh, where it's like him, I think it's a story from the Bhavad Gita, where it's like What's he. That? Uh, it's like a famous like text. There's
1: okay. All these stories.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I should know more about it. I remember reading it, pieces of it in school, but it's oh, about yeah. like. Or maybe it's the Ramayana. One of those. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's like this story about this prince who like has to defeat this monster. It's a totally normal Indian
1: fairy tale. Is it like the Hans Christian Andersen of India? I guess. The <laughs> Ramayana. I would have to Google
0: it. But okay. it's, it's like the adventure. It's like an Odyssey type text. Odyssey type? Odyssey. Odyssey, okay. Right. Uh, but anyway, so it's like this whole runner where he like defeats this monster. And Is then, it like the Bible? No. Okay. It's not like a religious text, okay. I don't think. I should just Google it, because now I just sound really uninformed. Um, but anyway, that I love those parts of the movie, because they're so beautiful. And they're cool. They're so cool.
1: The CGI is, like, a little bit LOL. because It's I'm a little dated, honestly. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, granted, I watched it on my computer, but... Right.
0: Well, it's also... It's, like, already that part of the story is so stylized. That yeah. I feel like you can get away with it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but...
1: So she, that's how she makes friends, is she's, first of all, she's nice. Right. She shares her riches, she shares her knowledge, and she right. shares her imagination. Like, she right. helps Ermengarde learn French, mm-hmm. which oh, impresses her daddy, girl. remember? And then her dad is, like, so proud My of little her. girl spoke French. Real French.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but when she, like, sasses the French teacher, well, she doesn't sass the French teacher. uh uh-huh. That part is so funny to me, especially
1: because, like... When she doesn't want to take French class. Right,
0: Which is like, do I have to? Mm-hmm. And then the French teacher... His outline was the part where I laughed the hardest in the whole movie. Because he goes, this child doesn't need to take French. She practically is French. And it's like, I wouldn't go that
1: far. <laughs> no, she said one sentence yeah, to him. Yeah, she was like, je regrette. And he was like, <laughs> But that French teacher was checked out from the moment oh, we saw him. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really aligned with his character to right. not care. All he cared about was the free meals, free room and board right. that Miss Minchins provided. Right. Uh then he goes, like, a sausages eggs. <laughs> yep. <Yeah, see? laughs> he, like, runs away. Uh, I, the only teachers at this school were him and Ms. Minchin. So. Oh, yeah.
0: Maybe Lottie taught, maybe the- Amelia taught some classes, her No, she was
1: in the basement kitchen trying to steal pie all I the whole time. know. Or, uh, like,
0: taking care of that little one, Lottie.
1: Lottie was great.
0: So good. Good Even after. her and Lavinia.
1: Lavinia was good. Lavinia
0: is female Draco Malfoy to me.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, she's
0: just such a
1: bitch. She's evil. But it's because it comes from a place of, she just doesn't believe in herself. Right. She's a bully. And she thinks that just because Sarah at first is richer than her, she's threatened by her. Right? You don't have to be threatened. No. Shine theory. Shine theory. You know?
0: Yeah. That's sort of what this movie is about. Shine theory. Yeah. Um, But it's like, Lavinia could have just ended up, like, Miss Minchin, like, bitter and scared of people who
1: were different from her. Who could have ended up like that? Lavinia. Lavinia, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, yeah, we saw it towards the end that she had been touched, and she, we think things are going to be okay for this kid. Right. Even though she thought her hair was falling out.
0: Uh, that part is really funny when Sarah puts a curse on her to make all their hair fall out. That was too far. But the part, too far they do face. such a good job of making her seem like such a bitch so quickly when she puts Ermengarde's hair in that ink, which I am personally very sensitive to because a girl tried to cut my ponytail off while I was sleeping in first grade. <laughs> and my mom didn't tell me about it for like five years because she knew how that was gonna be
1: do you still know who that girl is uh-huh. her name's alexandra hall i'll name names i don't give a shit <laughs> is, you think she was like she was like there can't be another alexandra with long hair in my class she didn't I'll have long hair she had like a bowl cut uh, so she was she probably thought she could affix your hair to her maybe head. i don't know what the hell she thought <laughs> we were
0: no we weren't ha- we weren't sleeping we were playing uh heads up seven up that game where you, like, put your head down on the desk, and I guess she took her little crap scissors out of the desk, and my teacher saw her grabbing my ponytail, and she was going to cut it off, and then she And you like, didn't feel it, or no? Mm-mm.
1: <gasps> my hair was really long. Oh, my God. Uh, I can totally picture it. I'm picturing you, like, in one of your TBT pictures of long hair yeah. and bangs. And then just... But
0: imagine... Because, like, you can't cut hair with those little rinky-dink scissors. It would have been horrifying once I realized what was happening. So, that teacher really saved my life. Alexandra
1: Hall, you bitch. You bitch. <laughs> um, she's the Lavinia of her class. She really is. And you were the Sarah Crew. I was. You were there to enlighten everyone right. with your 101 <laughs> Dalmatians Friday. That was me. And that was your first <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it, okay, so she goes to the school. She makes a ruckus because she's so different. She's so different. I also like the fact that she like doesn't
0: pretend to be anything different than she is. She's not, like, trying to hide how rich she is. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, this is who I am, but it doesn't make me any better or different than you.
1: Yeah, she's pre... I would think she's pre-naturally graceful and mm-hmm. wonderful for a kid. Right. Especially a kid who's been through what that has been I hope through.
0: Kate Middleton makes baby Charlotte watch this movie. Yeah, Maybe not now, because it's probably too scary.
1: No, yeah. But, yeah, she's just a wonderful child. Right. She's just... It's unnatural almost how wonderful she is. Right. But it doesn't. She's just got great morals and a great attitude. Right. And that's why she to watch this movie. And then, okay, so the dad goes to live with the next door neighbor. And meanwhile, the next door neighbor, Ramdas, like gets Sarah and, and Becky. By the way, now she lives next door to Becky in the attic because they're both servant girls. Right. Once her dad, once it's realized that
0: her dad is dead, Ms. Minchin is like, the fuck? Like, you owe me so much money, and I'm going to keep you as a servant out of charity. And so then it's like, the tables are turned, and now Sarah is poor, and now she's a maid. Right. She's and not she, a princess anymore.
1: Yeah, because Miss Minchin just wants to break her spirit. Right. But she still has her imagination. She still tells right. Becky, like, fun stories and has all the girls up to her room. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ram Dass sees this, and then at one morning, they wake up, and suddenly everything from the stories is there. The food... These amazing <sighs> beds, <laughs> bathrobes, yeah, bathrobes, slippers, orange shoes, like everything. Oh it's God. magical, and they dance in the snow, and it's beautiful. I think about that scene all the time. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: can you imagine anything better than going to bed as like sad, poor little Sarah Grew, and then waking up in like the like you the wake most up in, <laughs> like Dubai, yeah, <laughs> with, like a
1: like a beautiful breakfast. It's, ugh. And your best friend to share it with. Right. And then Ram Dass is just like, no What's problem. Up? Here's
0: my monkey. Yep.
1: See you later. But then, of course, that sort of bites her in the butt because then Miss Minchin comes up and sees it and she's like, where'd you get all this from? Bitch, you don't have that kind of money anymore. Right. She assumes she stole it. She calls the cops. It's very dramatic. They have to escape Miss Minchin because Sarah's going to go to jail. Right. This poor little princess is going to go to jail. And so she goes next door. And yeah. that's where she sees Papa. Yeah. And Papa's still kind of blind. Right. Does he, he doesn't
0: remember who he is. Or he... Yeah. I... I...
1: Yeah. He's not blind ever, is he?
0: There's a part where he, like, has the thing over his eyes, but then Ram Dass takes it off and he's like, whoa, my he can eyes see. work, but he my brain does Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, because, yeah, he... Sarah... It's... It's the most painful thing because Sarah's thinking, oh my gosh. My dad's here. Like, the greatest trick the worst part of my life was all like a bad dream essentially and now I can be awakened and go back to the way things were and he doesn't remember oh my god that part sucks so bad when she's like Papa, it's me remember that something remember Maya remember India yeah oh my god and he doesn't and he feels so bad because you know he wants to remember he's got this sweet little girl like so convinced and he knows that he's got mental problems so he's trying but he doesn't remember right and so the cops grab her and take her from his arms (laughs) And suddenly he remembers. Yeah, the most convenient part of this movie. I mean, it's possible that he didn't, but he just knew that, like, he had to say he did. To save her. And then he just figured, like, maybe the memory will come later.
0: Right. I mean, I think for the purposes of this magical movie, it's like he suddenly remembers everything and he knows Sarah's his daughter. And so he, like, runs outside and grabs her. And then Miss Minchin is like, oh, shit. Caught, baby. Caught. Caught. <laughs> i caught. going to on it now. Right. Now so she then, has to go be a... shimmy sweep. Jimmy sweep. <laughs> I love that bit where it's like that little turd of a kid being like, Get the bucket, me. <laughs> yeah. And then he kicks her
1: butt. <laughs> right. It's so fun because it's like, it's such like a lame punishment. <laughs> I know. For someone who, I mean, she would have been happy to see Sarah end up literally dead. Dead. Um, <laughs> she, yeah. But... I mean, we didn't, I guess, super touch on the fact that, like, Miss Minchin hated Sarah so much because because Sarah truly believed she was a princess, even in the depth of poverty, even, you know, totally destitute, no one else in the world. Right. Sarah still had that belief, and Miss Minchin was just so jelly. Right. Because no one ever gave her, like, instilled those things in her to believe that about herself. Right. And so she just was trying to put out that light that shone right. so brightly from Sarah, and she was never successful. Mm-mm.
0: because I think it's like if Sarah if Sarah's right it means like Miss Minchin's way of living is like a lie so she can't deal with it yeah. which is and it's tough because I think the speech that Miss Minchin gives her is like so well written which one the one where she's like you're not a princess and like you need to fucking get in line because the world is not a kind place and the world like it's just going to be really really hard for you And you need to just deal with the fact that life
1: is hard and not fun and terrible. I mean, that's a speech that I'm sure a lot of people want to give to millennials today.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, there's truth in both of them. That, like, yes, the world can be very cruel and unkind and and unfriendly,
1: unwelcoming place. But if you have an attitude like Sarah Cruz... You'll be okay. You can get through it. You'll get through anything. Anything. Because, yeah, Miss Minchin's right. It can be tough. Lots of unfair shit happens. But... You gotta just believe in the secret.
0: This movie is about the secret. Sponsored by the secret. (laughs) Power Uh, of attraction. No, it's so good.
1: So I think we're unanimous. This is this is truly a yeah. It's it's so good. It's a classic. It
0: really is. And I wish. Oh god, I love it so much.
1: It needs to have a sort of revival. It needs to be put on Netflix or something so that teens or tweens can or younger than that I guess can (laughs) can watch watch it it. and make you know gifs out of it right because there are not a lot of gifs of this movie that's too bad so I think it's sort of been glossed over in the history of film so far for Mm -hmm. young
0: people and that's a mistake I mean maybe it's because the book is like not popular or like very popular I don't know I don't know what the tweets are reading it needs
1: to have a revival it's it's just like so beautiful This film. But and the message and the acting and the hot dad. It's got everything Tumblr Girls like. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and like magic breakfast. Magic breakfast in your house.
0: Yeah, a monkey. A monkey, great clothes. And a doll. Magic doll.
1: Yeah, I really must give I love Alfonso. Coron. Coron. Yeah. I think he's wonderful. I think he deserves the accolades that the other ones get. (laughs) Inoritu? Yeah. I always get them mixed up. I I just learned what Alfonso and then Alexander, Alejandro, uh, Alejandro in a ring finger yes. <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. but they're always like like Little last year it was really confusing because yeah.
0: Gravity and Birdman Birdman came out. Yeah, and so it was like,
1: which one's which? But I much prefer Al uh, Alfonso. Yeah. Have you seen E tu mama también? I have, but. I think I saw it on TV with like commercials and um, much editing. Yes. Yeah, so, so I didn't see anything none of hot. Sexy sex. No.
0: It's a pretty sexy movie. Um Yeah. No, this movie's great. Everyone should see it. Oh, the screenwriter is like a big t- big deal. Cuz yeah. he wrote The Horse Whisperer and Bridges of Madison County. So the man knows how to make you cry.
1: No, oh, I haven't seen those other two movies.
0: Horse Whisperer is uh, like Scarjo's breakout movie. Or no, I'm sorry, not Scarjo, Kate Bosworth. But uh, it's about horses. It's about horses, and it was, like, a big... It was another, like, big, like, book to...
1: Robert Redd's Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, I must say, I don't find either of those that appealing, but um, this movie, this movie, I give a thousand thumbs up. I yeah. can't... It's, it's, it's one of the best movie. movies, and every time you see it, you like as I've gotten older and as like, you know, different things have happened to me through my life. Right. I even you believe me, even yeah. more of this shit hit home. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> it's great. Uh anyway guys, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Another movie. Yay. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.